here, put a layer of seaweed in to make it stick. I'm like, all okay. right. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, come and join the conversation in our Facebook group. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. So I'm feeling disappointed right now. Why are you disappointed? Because I can't think of a song that goes with what the content is for this one. Like, we did songs for the last two. Can you think of one? Hmm. We'll come back to this. I mean, we probably won't. We'll probably forget about it completely. (laughs) Either that or that's where my mind will be the entire time. (laughs) I'm like, oh, we said we were going to sing. Santa baby. I mean, I'm always talking about that. It's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, but but it gets the, uh, we need to sing a song out of my head. (laughs) Santa baby. That's actually one of our karaoke tunes. That's one of our Christmas karaoke tunes. Like we do, that's one of our little duet moments. Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, we're going to have to do that again this year. (laughs) We're going to do it every day until Christmas now. No, we're not. (laughs) I mean, I thought, yeah, I thought in the last episode saying we were going to do things, something every month until Christmas was was a stretch, but every day until Christmas, I mean. Well, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for me. So back to the drawing board. There we go. There we go. And that's what we're talking about today is like, how do we go about creating the holiday season that really works for you? And a lot of the times this is about co-creating mm-hmm. because what we've done is obviously we've, we've broken the cookie mold in the first episode. And then what we've done is we've taken the pressure off and we're going to do a little bit more of that at the beginning of this um, session. And then what we're going to do is now we've broken the mold and we've taken the pressure off, we can shape any kind of cookie we want. In fact, we don't even have to make cookies if we don't want to. We could make something entirely different or we could just order in and not have to worry about making anything. Like there's a whole bunch of things. And I think that that's the first step when we are looking at creating something new is we have to remember it doesn't have to look any particular way. Like it doesn't have to look a certain way. We don't have to include certain things. We don't have to do certain things. We don't have to say certain things. And I think that was one of the things that was most powerful for me when I first started to create my own ideas and traditions and themes around Christmas was it was the unlearning of the things that I thought I was meant to do. Like <clears throat> really, really stupid example, but most families... Most people have a a meal as part of their Christmas celebrations. And most of people will have some form of roast dinner or something. Like if, when we're talking about kind of Christmas traditions, that tends to be a centerpiece of the, like you sit down around the table and have a big meal together. Um, now, I love a roast dinner. But in the winter, I actually eat roast dinners quite a lot most weeks which means that it doesn't really feel special 
to be eating that. And I want to be having something special. If I'm celebrating, I want to be having something special. Not only that, but I really do not want to spend my celebratory day in the kitchen doing a lot of shit, um, which a lot of people do. I mean, I know I, <clears throat> I know somebody who like gets up at like three o'clock in the morning to put their turkey in the oven and it's like basting the whole, I'm like, nah, I don't want to be doing any of that. So when I first started looking at this myself and starting to create the traditions that I wanted, I was like, I, I'd always, I always had this thing. Now, anybody who knows me well knows I like variety, especially when it comes to food. I like to have a little bit of everything. I like to have even, even my little Claire bite mouthfuls, which have a little bit of every little flavor on it so I can enjoy every flavor every time. And I decided that actually what I wanted to do was I wanted to have lots of different things. One of these I've always, I, I had this idea years ago before I actually knew what tapas was um, that I wanted to own a restaurant where everything was in miniature so you didn't have to order one starter you could order like six starters that were miniature but you'd have this the, the like a, a, an appetizer size and the same thing with the main dish that you would you could order like bite-sized versions basically of everything so you could try all the different things like that was like, and I, that was the ideal thing for me and that was when it came to like thinking about Christmas and celebrations and food um actually I wanted to have pretty much appetizers all day and so that's what I would do is I would get a whole bunch of different appetizers in from all kinds of different cuisines and I would graze on them all day like I like to like my favorite thing about Christmas is spending time with people like playing silly games with people like engaging with people so I might I would rather sit and like nibble something throughout the day and spend my time with my people then I would spend half the day in the kitchen, sit with them for a meal, and then I have to spend the rest of the time clearing, cleaning up the kitchen from all the stuff I've had to make. So, so often, like what we one of the, the the first starts to creating is not just breaking the mold, but in actual fact, putting the recipe book away, and saying, well, why, why? I mean, we broke the cookie mold. Why do we have to make cookies? What if I want to make dim sum? What if I want to make um tapas we were just talking about it well if i want to make um cake what if i want to make ice cream like i don't want to make anything exactly and so that's one of the first steps to creating the holiday season that works for you is to start with a blank slate and every time that you start to create like ask yourself is this something i think i'm meant to do or is this something i want to do and you really want to figure out ways of figuring out what you want this day to look like for yourself. First things first. And obviously the first example of this is if you are celebrating solo, how do you create the day that you want? This year. This year, exactly. And as I said, I mentioned in a previous episode, I, I've known people who curl up on the couch with a book and a glass of something yummy and some food and that's and that they are that's their their happy place that's what they get to enjoy and they love doing that other people they enjoy engaging with other people so great example was um, me last year was the first time first time ever that I went I was away from home I was away from my family at Christmas and I was by myself as in I was traveling by myself I was living by myself in a different country now obviously I have my soul family uh, or certain members of my soul family just down the street 
But I was like, actually, I do want to spend time with people. And so Serena and I spoke and like we were like, I was like, actually, would you and Joe like to come and spend Christmas here? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. So because even though I was on my own, I decided I wanted to spend it with people. But I also decided who I wanted to spend it with. And I went to see if I could co-create like, first, does it work for you? Yes, it works for me. And then we had a conversation about like, what were the things that we wanted to include as part of that day? And each of us brought our own things to the table. And then we ended up creating something above and beyond what I thought, what I think was, I mean, the thing I, the thing I actually loved about it was uh, in some respects was actually Christmas Eve was, as we mentioned in a previous podcast, we were meant to have like a big Friendsmas round here with a bunch of different people having um, uh, dinner and uh, watching a movie and COVID kind of did what COVID does. did what COVID does <laughs> and like blew that one out of the water. Um, and so it ended up being three of us who were able to test having a movie, having dinner. But then after dinner, we actually, Serena and I said, should we, should we go out and look at the Christmas sites? We actually went, initially, we were going to go out on bikes and then, I think you had a flat tire. Yeah, so we're like, oh, no, we're not going to do that on it with a flat tire. So we ended up driving around and it was so much fun. Like, we didn't plan that. Mm-hmm. It was just a spontaneous, like, let's go around and look at all the Christmas lights on the houses. And we went and found, like, specific Christmas lights that we knew were out there that we hadn't seen yet. Um, there was, there's, a, there's one house here that has... Um, uh, penguins like it puts a new penguin every day i think through december through right december, yeah so yeah um, 25 or through christmas i think through christmas yeah. yeah i think you end up with 25 25 penguins. penguins so every time you go past it i didn't know about the penguin house we went and saw the penguin house now i drive past the penguin house and i still think that's the penguin house even though there are no penguins there <laughs> like, where are the penguins oh yeah, it's where'd the penguins go <laughs> Uh, they must have returned knock, to the knock, South Pole. Yeah. We're celebrating starting now. Right, so. exactly. Can we have a penguin? Um, <laughs> Just one. <laughs> um, but I think that's the thing is that you want to create, you want to have an idea about what you want to create and go ahead and make about creating what would look good for you. So if you're celebrating by yourself, focus on what do I want? Because so often, I mean, one of the people who wrote in about this um, said that um, our, that they're, they're not married, they don't have kids, and after their mother passed, that um, they've been sort of had had these, I, I don't remember what quite word they used, but it felt like these kind of pity invites to people where it's like, oh God, we feel like we should invite her because she's on her own kind of thing, as opposed to, we would love to spend time with you. Would you would you do us the honor of coming to our, our house and celebrating with us? Um, but also one of the things that she said was that sometimes that she finds that she just sort of, would like hunker down and mope around the house until it was over and And that and I want to say they really enjoyed Christmas or the holiday season like it was something that they said yeah I'm previously previously I'm one of those I think I'm one of those weird few that actually enjoy Christmas yeah absolutely and so the thing about it is is that in that situation so often what can happen is is if we don't have the opportunity to have the the version of the holiday that we want if somebody has passed or if we're not able to like I was last year where I wasn't able to be with my family like family Christmas is a family thing for me so it was a big deal me not being there for Christmas so often it feels like it has to be this or nothing but instead what we can do is we can look at our needs and we can say, what is the way of meeting this need that I would love to do this day and the fact that it is it is Christmas 
means that we can we can take one of a couple of approaches to it. We can either try to create something that is similar to what we've experienced in the past because we want to recreate that for ourselves. That's one valid option. There's another option, which I know Serena resonated with after her mum passed, which is that they created something completely different that was in no way at all um, similar to what had come before, right? Yeah, and it was the first Christmas, like the ones the one um consistent mm-hmm. thing during the holidays is i always spent it with my mom at some point whether it was that day usually it was christmas day and so the first year she was gone even though we had been traveling and i didn't mm-hmm. get to see her all the time i was like well, isn't this going to be weird? And then it was like all the flood of emotions, mm. like, oh, when she's not there for when I watch this movie or all the things. And we were like... I think she might have been grateful for the fact that she wasn't there when you watched that movie. Probably. <laughs> I, I think most people are grateful. I'm it's, coming it's a out of that. It's a long-standing family tradition that I don't think was her favorite one. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, and so it was like, what am I, what am I going to do? How is this, how is this not going to be sad? How is this not going to be like a down in the dumps holiday season? I just want to say that that wasn't like, I, of course she would have wanted to have been with Serena for Christmas, but I also know Serena's sense of humor around her mom, uh, and these sorts of things. So no, uh, you were right. She was, she was glad. (laughs) Like if anyone listening, everyone's going, Oh, that's a bit insensitive. Like, like her mom's like celebrating the fact she's not going to sit and watch this movie. Of course that's not the situation. And I, I, I know Serena and her mom and the dynamic pretty yes. well. So. <laughs> it is worth mentioning because it, it's not typical. Yes. Um, there was a lot to process just around, and this is before I even knew about needs that mm. I had them, how to meet oh, yeah. them. It was like, all right, what am I going to do to like not have this be crappy? Like right. from the moment, I mean, she passed away in March. Like mm-hmm. that's a lot of months to think about how crappy the holidays right. can be. Yeah. And it was like, no, we're going to do something totally different. It's not going to look like anything we've ever done before. And we did, and it was amazing. We went and we did an experience that put us in a different um, a different place completely. Uh, we Different people. Different people. And I was able to hold my mother's memory, but I wasn't comparing because there was mm-hmm. nothing to compare it to because we had – made the conscious choice to create something different because that's right. what served us that year. Mm-hmm. To do it again the next year? No, it wouldn't have been the same thing because in the next year we were in a different place. Right. So next year looked a little bit different. And it actually, ironically enough, the first year that was kind of similar to the years that I spent with my mother was last year when we cre- when we created something completely different with Claire. And right. then it, all of a sudden, there's this little kind of moment of homage to Christmas's past. And it was like, And yes, oh. we did watch the movie. We, yeah. <laughs> we did. We did. And, and it was... And it was funny because we got to talk about how much my mother hated the movie and how much my <laughs> husband did not appreciate my desire in past years to watch it on the 24-hour loop that it goes on mm-hmm. and all of the things. But it was so amazing to have. And, you know, I, I hadn't even considered the fact the starkness of the first year without her and then the last holiday that I celebrated yeah. that 
it really shows what's possible when you create it, when you create it for yourself, when you co-create. Because um, the next thing we're going to actually talk about is co-creating and creating with others. There's just one thing before we get on to that. Um, we were, I was t- talking about the three different approaches to kind of creating when you're on your own. So you've got this, uh, and, and obviously this is relevant when you're creating with others as well. But the first thing is obviously you can try and create the same similar kind of thing. The second thing is, as Serena did on that that first year without her mom, create something completely different. Or what you can do is the third option is you can bring some of the little moments of those kind of the things that feel right to bring into this year's celebration while creating something new. So if you look at, for example, this last year, um, there was very little that I thought was going to be kind of traditional Christmas for me I'm in the tropics I for a very very long time I actually dated somebody who really wanted to have a tropical Christmas and I was like I was adamant I did not want to have a tropical Christmas I'm like I liked spending time I mean I'm from England so spending time in the tropics that was a that was a a, um, a special occasion for me so it was like I want to enjoy my time in the tropics but if I do that at the same time as Christmas it's not going to feel like Christmas so like I feel I'm going to miss out on one of them so it was the first time with the tropical Christmas um it was um my first time away from my family on my own and um there were some still some small little things that we bought through as these kind of little um nods to the family traditions that I had and actually I've got to thank Serena for one of them um because she knew how that it could be a little bit difficult for me being away from my family for the first Christmas and um she contacted my mom to see if there was a particular decoration that I liked or what have you and my mom said oh my goodness yes it's actually ironically enough it was I asked is there a tradition oh a tradition tradition came out it was something and I'm thinking oh she's gonna lay something on me and then I'm gonna have to try and figure out try and figure out how to make this tradition happen and it happened to be a decoration Mm. and so and it was it was cool there's uh, we have a decoration which is Santa's washing line which is a washing line that has like the pants and his jacket and his socks and like various things. I think these ones have actually got his underpants yeah, on it as well. Have these on them. Like, I don't think my, the original one did, but like when uh, welcome to uh, last year, 2021, where right? we put our undies on the line too. Um, and so what was interesting was like, I opened this up and it was like, Oh my goodness, there was this little piece of my home tradition. And it's all, I, I always put up Santa's washing line at home obviously when I'm there, um, it's always the last decoration to go up. And that's what we did when we decorated this place. And I was like, it was so nice because I had this little piece of tradition with me. But what we created, which we'll get onto in terms of the creating with others, is was completely like not even in the realm of what Christmas would normally look like. So when we are now, like, it's important now to look at what to ha- how we start to co-create with others. And so when we're talking about co-creating with friends or when we're talking about co-creating with adult family it's important to remember that we are all responsible for our own needs so it's a slightly different conversation than it is when we're co-creating with children which we'll get onto in a minute Um, but what we want to do is we want to come to uh, come to the table knowing a few things the first thing is we need to know what our boundaries are what our deal breakers are what things that that are not okay with us that we're not interested in but what we also want to do is come in with what are the things that um that we really want to create like if we've got this blank canvas ahead of us I always say if you've got a magic wand and you could have it exactly the way you wanted it what would that look like 
And then if those are things that you can't do, is there something you can do which gets you close to those things? So that's basically what Serena and I did. Um, and bless him, I think Joe just got bought along for the ride. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Story of Joe's life. <laughs> but I actually think that, but the funny thing was, is what was very interesting is that Serena and I co-created what um, Serena and I were going to do. And, and like we weren't sure whether Joe was going to join us for the mm-hmm. whole thing. Like I'd, I'd said, obviously, he's more than welcome. Um, and um, But what was really interesting was at the end of the day, um, Joe said like it was one of, the best Christmases he's had like he really enjoyed it and I was like oh I love that we created something that was magical for him as well and he also I want to note that Christmas Eve Claire and I spent together Mm -hmm. and Joe was like actually no I'm good I'm gonna stay home for going out and doing lights and something I never thought would happen in my married life I spent Christmas Eve in Claire's bed so she didn't have to wake up on Christmas morning and I was like Hey, on babe. my own. On, yeah. On, I, did have to, yes. I did have to wake up Christmas finish, morning. <laughs> finish the sentence, Serena. And I was kind of like when I went, I, my husband and I had, uh, luckily are at a point in our relationship where we communicate freely about pretty much right. everything. And I was like, so Claire's asked if, you know, it, um, if I would potentially consider staying over Christmas Eve. I was like, I don't have any, like, that's fine with me. Do you have any feelings about this? And he's like, no. And I'm like, Cool. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. If I hadn't, if I hadn't checked with him and I hadn't asked with him, I could have it in my head. Oh, he's going to think I'm the worst person ever. <laughs> that he's not important enough. That I rather be with her. Mm-hmm. All of these things. But that simple question. He's like, Yeah. And then when it was like, All right, do, this is what we're thinking of doing. Do you want to do this? He's like, No, not really. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Okay. Is there anything you'd want to do? No, go have fun. Right. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that's basically what happened. And so I, I remember like Christmas Day, we uh, and we had a, a, like a really yummy, because uh, I know that uh, the interesting thing was, is that one of the things for you with your mom was having like a a, a significant breakfast, mm-hmm. um, normally with mimosas. Yes. And the interesting thing was, <laughs> is that <clears throat> normally <laughs> with mimosas, with mimosas. <laughs> um, the funny thing is about it is that that was one of the things that Serena asked for. Now, interestingly enough, she didn't even tell me why. She didn't need to tell me why because she went, can we do this? And I'm like, sure. Um, there was a breakfast. Like I make a really yummy um, vegan eggs benedict so um it's like an eggs good. royale it's right right oh it's like, like now, now i'm gonna be thinking of the eggs royale okay we may have to make some eggs royale soon. Yes, just saying. i love how that happens i mentioned <laughs> it on the podcast and like they heard you yeah they heard you <laughs> damn it no i mean it's it's super yummy so it's like we make um like um smoked salmon out of carrot um so you like bake the carrot you you strip it really 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 thin and you marinate it with some yummy stuff that makes it taste all fishy it's so good um and then we do uh there's a hollandaise sauce as a way of making like a vegan poached egg um and uh, it's and i love i love traditional and not so traditional yeah. benedicts like i'm just like you ask how do you how do you like your eggs mine hands down every time benedict mm-hmm. so i was a little i had heard about this and i'm a little like She's i know apprehensive I'm about like, the whole vegan all right option. and mm. i'm not a huge salmon fan i'm like carrot salmon <laughs> and i'm sorry i know i'm going off on a tangent you, you on go right this, ahead. <laughs> but damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> and even my eyes I, I said it to joe i was like all right this is what she's making he's like uh, mm. vegan and i'm like yeah. yeah, I was like, it's Claire though. I mean, Claire likes good food, and he's like, okay, like pretty well, much only because it's Claire. And 
God, I wish I wish you all knew what I was talking about because I can almost taste it. I know. I'm like my mouth so is watering good. as we're talking right now. And so the thing is, is that uh, because I'd I'd been talking about this Benedict that I make for a while, Serena said, um, "Can we have your um, vegan Benedict for breakfast?" And I was like, "Sure." I'm down like that's super yummy and it's one of my favorite things um and so Serena got the thing that was part of her tradition which was like having a nice big breakfast and having um mimosas which I think continued most of the day mm-hmm. um and um isn't that how isn't that how mimosas start in like yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> and, mimosa? and I was like I wanted my appetizers I didn't want to sit and have a big meal so we like we did a lot of food prep like the, I think it was the day before, might have even been two days before, and we kind of got everything ready. So pretty much most stuff just needed heating up on the day. We didn't need to. I made some amazing tuna watermelon um, nigiris. Oh my god, so good! Um, if you haven't tried it, just I mean I know it sounds ridiculous. Watermelon watermelon tuna is like I was like what? No, sorry. And then I had it for the first time. I'm like oh my god, how is this not fish? It was incredible. So anyway, get us on food. It's gonna cause us to derail somewhat um so so that's what we did was we make that for breakfast that was one of the things that serena wanted and then i wanted to play games like that was one of the things that i wanted to do and we sat and played games together and we had drinks and we played heads up i think and various other things and then the funny thing was is that we didn't actually plan this but i think it was i don't know it was on the day itself or the day before you came came by and we're like what do you feel about going and like making a, a sandman on the beach, like a snowman out of sand? I'm like, oh my God, I love that idea. So Joe came along and the three of us made an epic snowman <laughs> he was on the beach. Like there, somebody else had obviously tried a similar thing and it looked like he'd kind of melted in the Florida sun. As was like, he was a... I think he's Instagram famous. I'm not sure. Yes. There were a lot of pictures taken. They're like, can we take a picture of your Sandman? Yeah, like, a lot of people are like, yeah. can we take credit for this? I'm like, sure. sure. <laughs> and that's what we did. We hung out. We exchanged. I think we had like a gift each or something. Like that was like, it was a small thing, but it was, we did it. But it wasn't the focus of the day. Um, because, and it was actually only because we found right something that, we wanted to give like it wasn't it wasn't the pressurized we talked about in the last episode the pressure of having to do gifts it was I found something I'm like oh Mm. this is yes she needs this and it's like oh and the funny thing was I opened it and went oh my god I've always wanted one of these (laughs) (laughs) literally um so yeah that's how it works so what we did was we both like And the the beautiful thing about it was, is that one of the things that when you're co-creating with others is to create an idea about what you want to create, but also stay flexible Mm -hmm. and to see what is possible. Because it would have been very easy for us to be like, okay, we're going to do this and 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 this. But actually the magic came from spontaneously in the moment being like, hey, you want to go create a snowman on the beach? Hell yes, I want to be doing that. Um, actually, it's it's interesting that just sparked a memory. Um, as we said, I we went we were gonna do like a lighted bike parade, just the yep, two of us riding us. around yep. with our bikes, looking at the Christmas lights, and then we go outside, get on the bikes, and I'm like, all right, I got a flat tire. Right then and there, that could have killed it because we were both like, yep. Aww. <laughs> we had planned to do this. We were so excited to ride around, so we're like, all right, let's hop in the in the vehicle and we're going to drive around and Mm -hmm. that just didn't it didn't seem at first as 
spirited or anything. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, we're going to be in four doors and whatever. Yeah. We went all over the island. We saw things we never would have found if we were biking because we probably would have died either right? halfway there or, <laughs> or halfway, halfway back. back. Yeah. Like, and we just, I mean, drove down streets we've never been down. We found fake snow. We got into a snowball, snowball fight, fight with, um, I mean, kind of creating creating that. We're in the tropics, creating have places that created snow, created snow with foam, people who had um, snowballs that were just cotton. I actually think they were like the cotton dryer balls yeah. that you put in to make your stuff dry right. quicker. But it's like, we can still have a snowball fight without snow. And they created that and then they brought us into it. And it was just It was incredible. It, we had so much fun that night. And, and, and as Serena said, like we saw things we would never have seen if we'd done it the way that we had intended to do it. I mean, we couldn't do it the way we intended to do it because you can't do it with a flat tire. Um, but it was... It was that that made it special. And it was that that made the Sandman special. Like, it was like, do you want to go do this? And it was like, I, I didn't know how to make a, a Sandman on, on the beach. So luckily we had Joe's engineering skills. He was the one that helped with the structure. We were doing the creative thing and desperately. Like, Here, put a layer of seaweed in to make it stick. I'm like, all okay. right. <laughs> and just so you know, if you're building sand things, a layer of seaweed helps things stick. A layer stick. of seaweed does help things stick. And wet sand. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I knew it had to be not dry, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize how wet it needed to be. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm learning shit as well. This is kind of <laughs> cool. Um, but, yeah, that was the thing about it. The whole thing was just we created because both of us were like, hey, I'd like to do this. Hey, I'd like to do this. Cool. Does that work for you? Yes, let's do that. And then let's see what we also feel in the moment because – when you co-create and it becomes rigid, it, it there's a again, it creates more pressure. Whereas the fluidity was what allowed these new little magical moments to come up and it was like, oh. Presents may come in boxes, but your day doesn't need to be in one. Mm-hmm. Or your and, season or your life. <laughs> and the greatest gift doesn't come in a box because it is your presence. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> so this is the thing is that when we're, when we're talking about having the communications with, um, with uh, I have to co-create with others. The other thing that's really important about that is to focus on what you are trying to create. Focus on the magic. So a little bit like I was saying, I think it was in episode one of this series that we were talking about how do we create traditions that are fluid and flexible how do we create something that that we can use and and it can adapt each year to where we are so one of the things that you can do with that as I said is like start off with emotions start off with the um the things that you want to feel i want to experience fun i want to experience joy i want to experience peace i want to experience relaxation like what are the things like maybe as i said every member of the family picks one thing or if you're on your own you pick like five things i want to experience that day so how am i going to create that what are the things i can do to create nostalgia I'm going to remember something from the past they've got me a little Santa's washing line how am I going to experience peace maybe we want a nap somebody napped while Joe and I were um I think we were finishing off a game and, and then a long talk we had a long talk about <laughs> nothing in particular um and uh and it was great Serena was napping like but it's like if we wanted to create some rest and relaxation, which is something people don't think about creating around the holidays. And once you start to think about what do you want to create, it, you start to look at balance. Mm -hmm. Where's the balance here? And if it's all up here, it's all at 100%, 
that's probably not going to be sustainable. So it's like, how do we create the ebb and flow? Yes, I want to experience some nostalgia. Yes, I want to experience some fun. Yes, I want to experience some peace. Yes, I want to experience some joy. Yes, I want to allow myself to be where I'm at for a period, wherever that is. Um, like whatever it is, look at what these things are and then focus on the things that you want to create. Like what are your outcomes for the day, which are the often the, the emotional pieces. Um, and then look at what are the things I can do to, how can I create that? So it may be that what I want to experience is fun. Maybe we want to do to ca- go karaoke, uh, karaoke singing. That wouldn't be new for us. I don't actually know. Were they open on Christmas day? I'm not sure. Don't know. Might be something to discover this year. Who knows? Um, but we could have done karaoke in the living room. Like mm-hmm. there were, there were different things that we could have done. And it would have been different. Like if, for example, it was chucking it down with rain all day and we made this plan to go build a Sandman. Wouldn't have been the first time Serena and I had a dance party in the rain in the backyard. Like that's maybe a different way because it may be that if the, if the fun was creating a Sandman, but we can't do that because of the weather, there's a different way that we can create fun that actually encapsulates and makes the most of the opportunity of the weather. A, a melted snowman party? A melted snowman party. That's just a pool party. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I mean, yeah, there are so many things. And if you get less, so a little bit like with our needs, if we get less attached to the preference for how we're going to meet the needs and instead focus on what the needs are, when we're focusing on co-creating, if we get less focused on the way that we want to create these things, but what we want to create, that opens up options. And the more options you have, the more likely it is you're going to find the ways that are going to work for both people. And in creation, we need to also identify what hasn't really worked in the past. So in the past, like what needs do you feel have really just kind of yelled at you during the holidays, after the holidays and reflection of... Me, me, please. (laughs) And taking that and being like, usually around the holidays, I'm really tired. Mm -hmm. Okay, your foundation function need usually gets impact. How am I going to, how am I going to create something that doesn't impact this need in the same way? I'm going to flip that around and I'm going to say rather than how do I create something that doesn't impact it how am I going to meet that need during the holidays so we're focusing on what we want and it's not about it's about also recognizing Serena's right because you want to stem the things that are going to drain your needs but sometimes those things that drain your needs are the things that meet different needs Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah us going out and I don't even know how long we were out, um, like like driving around looking at lights. But I know we were tired by the end mm-hmm. of it, so I don't. I wouldn't want to not do that because that did drain me. I wouldn't want to not do that. But what I did want to do is find something to balance it up, so I can meet that need again afterwards. So I can do both, and I can get both needs being met at the same time or within the same holiday experience Season. yeah absolutely <laughs> um, and it is important to, to notice the things that are going to drain your needs especially if those things are not meeting your needs so this is where like going all out and decorating everything because that's what you feel like you should be doing but it's draining your needs and it's not really giving you anything that's one to leave off the list uh, we've talked about it in the previous episodes i think we've mentioned it in both episodes in this series which um is an important part of co-creation for um people with children in their lives mm-hmm. and that's co-creating with children mm-hmm. and that can be parents that can be family members like co-creating with the children right. um i want to specify that this isn't specifically just for 
parent a tool for parents right. to use absolutely so when you're when you're doing this what you want to do is talk to so you again have an idea about the things that you want to you have to get clear on that as well as part of this process and then you want to talk to the children like ask them what are their favorite things um what ask them if there is anything that you do that they aren't really that bothered about um ask them if there's things that they would like to do but they don't currently get to do ask them what they would like to do to make it special because so often it's like there's this dynamic that we think it needs to exist which is like the parent needs to be doing stuff and the child needs to be receiving get the child involved in the magic sometimes that's one of the that's one of the magical things one of my favorite memories from when i was a kid is um we used to make marzipan fruits with my with my grandmother like I mean, I can't eat them now because I'm allergic to almonds. But um, like when at that point in in my life, I was able to eat almonds. And I remember like sitting around the dining table. We'd sit there for hours and we'd like take some marzipan and like like shape it and paint it different colors. It was fun. Like I loved doing that. And I loved marzipan fruit. They were yummy to eat. But I loved the process of creating them almost more than I did the eating of them because it was something we got to do together. And as I said like earlier, when we talked about having, um, I don't know whether it was in this episode or it might be in the previous episode, where we talked about having, uh, if you've got older children and younger children, how can you get the older children engaged with creating magic for the younger children? Sometimes the magic is in creating together. And so often... It, it illuminates the things that actually really matter. And normally the things that really matter aren't the things that we think really matters. And the things that they really care about aren't the things that we think they really care about. But it means we can put the energy and focus into those and we can let go of the things that might be taking our time taking our energy and stopping us from really connecting and being present with our children, which is often what most of them want most of all. So it's really important when we come at this kind of creation thing, we look at it for what is it that I want to create? What is it that you want to create? Let's throw the ideas in a pot, find the things that work for both of us, and then stay open to creating magic spontaneously as the day unfolds, as the holidays unfold. And when you get that moment of like, oh, do you fancy going and doing this? Just because it's not in the plan doesn't mean to say that we can't do it. That's the moment where it's like, oh, maybe I'm being inspired by something. I don't even know why. And you never know what magic will be created by following that path. I think that might be it for creating magic today. Only for today. Only for today. Creating Um, magic all the time. Oh, you know it. Um, Anything you want to add? abracadabra <laughs> <laughs> i would have laughed if like a rabbit had appeared next to us <laughs> so Maybe. many missed opportunities for glitter i'm wondering oh. if like i wonder if there's something i could do in terms of the special effects for the uh i don't know whether i could add something to the video <laughs> Maybe that's something I want to create. Maybe not. I'll have to see how whether it meets my needs or not. Yeah. In that <laughs> moment when you're actually in and the creation absolutely, of it. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so uh, we are wishing you a, uh, a magical festive period, whatever you do, whether you are by yourself, if you want, if you're enjoying time alone, if you are not in the best of places and you are just in the magic of healing by allowing yourself to be where you are if you're spending time with family if you're spending time with friends if you're doing lots of things or you're doing nothing whatever it is we hope that it is nourishing and supportive and that you feel that you are taking care of yourself and honoring yourself and your needs during this festive period thank you for watching we'll be back next time where we'll be looking at how to uh, start the day uh, start the day start the day i mean it might be helpful for the day as well but start the year filled up if you can start your 
year filled up, you can start your day filled up. Exactly, too. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll go big chunk first. Um, and so in the meantime, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember to stay safe, continue meeting your needs, and we'll speak to you really soon. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, friends. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and give us a written review. As it will help more people find us. And remember whatever it looks like to create the holiday season that works for you. Well, shit. It really is that simple.